Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing Fishing adventure. adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio with Bob Summerow. <laughs> Nicely done. I, I like I don't know how that. you get that O out of a U, but anyway, <laughs> that's, that's what they call him. And Bob is a featured staff writer. For Western Outdoor News, um, and it is on the West Coast anyway. Uh-huh. It, it is the Bible. It comes well, out. Was it every week? Every week. The thing has been coming out since 1952. So, it is the only Sportsman's Weekly in right. California. Well, I know I got a subscription to it one time, and uh, the next thing I knew, I had a stack of them about eight, ten inches high. Well, but, uh, <laughs> we, we we like to say they're some of the best yeah. reading you can do in short order, okay. if you know what I mean. There you go. <laughs> Okay, okay. And anyway, uh, Bob and I probably know a little bit about more about the, the Western and the Pacific side. And we also have one of the most successful pro- podcast broadcasters in the business. And Reno just started up a short time ago, and always, already he's created an empire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Reno Viola, uh, make a quick introduction. Well, thank you very much. It was a great introduction. And while I started this radio station just a short while ago, I've been hanging around this industry for, oh, I don't know, since 1980-ish uh, with a, a national television show, a bunch of publications, and then came back into radio. It's kind of a kind of a cycle, but it's, uh, it's uh, one of those sports that I truly, truly like. And so every week I've been in contact, contact with people who want to watch and listen. Well, and the, the three of us as a group have make up a, a heck of a group of guys, guys a, able, able to, to do, do just, just exactly, exactly what they, they want, want and get, get paid, paid for it. What, what a life. <laughs> there you go. And yeah. we are going to have to take a quick break and come back. Today we're going to be talking about to 2014, 2015. Uh, you know, every year for some reason is is uh, different than everybody expected, but it happens every year. So. As John always says, it just gets better and better. It just keeps getting better. <laughs> you go. All right, they're kicking us out. But you are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we'll be back with you momentarily. And, uh, Reno, if you can stick around for the next hour or so, I'm sure would appreciate it. We got you. We'll be right back. All right. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass, and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040, 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara. Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISHRAP. That's 877-FISHRAP. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio with Bob Summerow, <laughs> the premier feature uh, I like writer, the sound of that. staff writer for Western Outdoor News, the, the probably the king of the industry. It's been around for, what, probably 100 years? Well, 52. 52 years. And it uh, comes out every week without fail, and it's got a lot of great stuff in it, primarily about the West Coast. But we also have with us the pleasure of the man himself, which is Reno Viola. And he's decided not that long ago that he wanted to start putting together a, I'm not even sure what you call it, Reno, I guess a, um, his own broadcast. It's the simplest form, John. John, it's a radio station about the outdoors. So there you 24 go. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. We talk about fishing, hunting, camping, RVing, boating, uh, you name it. If you can do it in the outdoors, it's on our radio station, and that's where one of the programs we have on is, is you as well. So, yeah, we're having great fun with it, and we're really enjoying doing it. So where do okay. we find that? Oh. Well, you find it on the Internet. On w, it's, the short form is wrboradio.com or renovioloutdoors.com. Ah, we'll get you, you to it. There we go. And how do you spell uh, viola? Well, how do you spell Reno viola? It's just, well, here, I'll give it to you all. It's R-E-N-O. <laughs> V-I-O-L-A, outdoors, with an S, dot com. Okay. There we go. Now, also remember, if you didn't get that, you can also go back to fishtalkradio.com, and probably right on the front page, you can, it says listen to previous, the current show, and you can play it over and over and over until you get it right. (laughs) (laughs) 
I know I do, John. I, yeah. I play them yeah. over and over. Oh, doesn't that drive you crazy when people will leave you a message and they say the phone number real quick, fast, and then hang up? <laughs> yeah. And you go, what? <laughs> I say, yeah, I thought I was the only one that was like that. No. Everybody leaves me a message it's so fast. Yeah. And I never get it. Yeah. Or or the tone changes yeah. in between. And with yeah, these darn bit, cell phones yeah. these days, yeah. you know, awful. Well, I, we're not going to spend the, the hour talking about this, Reno, but radio has changed. Um, I would, we were, we're still on, I think, about 20 broadcast stations, and, but trying to build up uh, a national network of broadcast or terrestrial radio is extremely difficult, if not impossible. But, you know, we still do it, but with your help and some others, we've been extremely successful in online radio. I mean, beyond, beyond right. what I could imagine. You know, and John, I'm glad that you brought that topic up because it has changed, and it has changed drastically in the last six or seven years. I mean, six or seven years ago, if you said online radio, people would have thought you were crazy. Oh, yeah. Would have walked away from you. Just right. same as talking about UFOs. I mean, yeah, it, it was yeah. basically the same kind of dialogue. Yeah. Well, the reality is, uh, of this whole thing is that there are some huge, huge numbers um, as far as radio listeners in North America. We're talking 80 million people monthly listen to Internet radio only. <laughs> that's a big that's, number. That's a huge month. number. That's a huge number. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal, guys. Here's the best part about this. We're all about the same age, so this will this will ring bells to you. For me, when I graduated from my grade eight, that was my big deal. Right back at the time, I, my parents were going to buy me something special, and at that time, they bought me a little transistor radio. Well, right, the right. little transistor radio and I went everywhere together until it fell apart, and I started meeting girls, and then all of a sudden, radio was no longer important <laughs> to me. But well. Lo and behold, with the advent of all these uh, personal telephones, uh, uh, iPads, iPhones, all this kind of stuff, 46% of our audience that we're getting on WRVO radio comes from smartphones. So it's like that little transistor radio that I used to tag along. These guys got uh, smartphones in their pocket. So we're in everybody's pocket in North America, and no wonder our numbers are growing. The access is right there. Then when you... Uh, combine that with the option that it's free, you don't have to pay for it, you don't have to get satellite radio, you don't have to pay the subscription. That's why our numbers are so big. And, it's and when clear, you couple another thing becomes that the clear programming anywhere that they you want to hear is all outdoors, yeah. then that's why we're getting some, big number, some good numbers. It's amazing. And I understand that your audience is growing in leaps and bounds. Huge. Yeah. Huge. So much. But unfortunately, here's the other thing. You know, I mean, I've always I've been in the broadcast industry for 40 years or so. And it's always been uh, a, a numbers game. And lucky for me, I've always been with the number one property in that particular market or field. And so it was easy for me to sell Nielsen numbers. Well, Nielsen numbers don't exist for what we do today. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that exists is what comes on on our server numbers. And we see it on a moment by moment basis. And so while we have huge numbers, they're, you know, and they rival some of the major market stations, radio, uh, terrestrial radio stations, we can't prove it other than somebody sitting here in, front, in, front, in one of our offices looking at the numbers on our server. Uh, what mm-hmm. do I do? Do I take a picture and send it to them? I, I don't <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, there must be a well, way to monitor. Yeah, I, I know that uh, in the past, you know, I, last year I, I think we reached a milestone, and I thought we were doing, doing really well. Um, and it's just in a little over a year, it's multiplied ten times. Nice. So we no, it's, appreciate it's, all the new listeners that listen to Reno Viola and then all the other outlets that it's available on. 
But uh, anyway, um, we don't want to talk, talk about fishing. Let's talk fishing. There we go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's talk fishing. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, I'd like to start off by asking Reno a quick question. Okay. Now, now, where have you been fishing lately, Reno? Well, as you, as you know, I migrated from the, the cold Canada country uh, about the 1st of December. I came to Florida. This is our first year of being snowbirds. Nice. Uh, but and this year I've done something different. I, I, I brought a boat because I planned on doing a lot of fishing. So I, I've been on the Florida waterways a lot. Uh, but you know what? I haven't been here for the last eight or nine years. So it, 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 you have to, it's a whole new learning process. But Florida is just full of little buckets of water. I'm talking, you know, lakes that are like 80, 90 acres, 200 acres. You know, That's right. Lakes. And they're chock full of those Florida strain and largemouth black bass. And every one of them has those black bass in it. That's right. the thing about this thing. So where do you go? How do you choose? What do you need to do? Well, that's exactly the process that I'm trying to work, work my way through, and, and eventually by the, the end of three or four months, hopefully I get it figured out. And the techniques for that kind of fishing is considerably different than other areas. Well, it, yeah, and ironically, though, the area of Canada where I come from, which is Ontario, which is southern Ontario, we are big bass heads up there, so there's a lot of largemouth bass and a lot of smallmouth bass. Oh, so um, you're used to that. Very used to it. The, 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 the only change is the size. The size of uh, Florida bass versus a Canadian largemouth bass, uh, considerably different. I mean, you know, we, we get in a seven or eight-pounder. The whole world comes to an end because we've set some sort of world <laughs> record. <laughs> And our average, you know, here's the ironic thing. Our average is probably three, three and a half, three, three pounds. Forget three and a half, but three pounds. While the average here in Florida is probably a pound and a half or two. Mm-hmm. So the, 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 you're going to catch a lot more smaller fish in Florida than you will anyplace else. But the nice thing about Florida is that that next bite could be a 10 or 12 pounder. And uh, what's your most effective techniques down there in Florida? You know, whatever happens to be working at the time is the one, and, and, and right now there's a, several different techniques that we're using. Of course, pitching and flipping is always going to get the bigger bass because mm-hmm. you're targeting individual pieces of tar, of, of, of cover and, and, and that kind of stuff. But, you know, the old standby, throw a sinko out and do nothing with it, still works. And, and there's the, they've got a couple of baits up here that are unique to this area called the skinny dipper, which is a, a soft swim bait that you, that you skidish, skedaddle along the top. And, and jerk it and make it bounce all over the top of the water, and, and they're biting it on the top. So there's uh, nothing like a, a top of, water a bite. That top water bite like the top best. Mm-hmm. Nothing it gives you a heart attack, but yep. you know what? There's nothing like it. Even well, if it's only a pound and a half fish. Reno, we're going to oh, be yeah. we're going to be taking a break here real quick. But what we want to do when we come back is let's start talking about 2014, 2015. All right. Um, you know, last year on the West Coast. Um, it got cold for a little bit before Christmas, and then it was summertime, mm-hmm. and it never rained. The sun never went away, and up until just you know a couple of a couple of weeks ago, we first started our first rain. And the East Coast was completely opposite. So, what does all this mean? And it doesn't make any sense. It's uh, these are kind of some of the things that we're going to talk the about. Good in the good news fish. is, John, yes. it's not all doom and gloom. It's a wonderful new world, and we're all part of it. There you go. And things come and things <laughs> go. And, and just because you go out there and there's no sp- particular species in the water that day doesn't mean that they're gone from the earth. And, it means they're just uh, and, gone from there. And something's <laughs> yeah. going to take its place, and go. that's what we're going to talk about. There you go. Okay. Well, make sure you go to fishtalkradio.com. Reno, you stay tuned, and we'll be right back with everybody in just a, uh, just a couple of minutes, so don't go away. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. She said she found another that's not a fishing fool. So I know 
know she's only teasing and I know she'd really miss the job that I gave her of cleaning all my fish. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. You can't catch fish. You can't catch fish. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio with Bob Summero. Yes, sir. And we also have Reno Viola on the line with us. And let's get into a little bit more subject about... We're going to start on the East Coast, West Coast, or Baja? I'd like to start on the West Coast. Let me just give a quick Mm -hmm. overview of what I've seen happening. Is that all right with you, Reno? you mind taking a seat for for a minute? Okay. Simply put... It's a new world. Things are changing. John, what's that phrase you use about weather? Oh, well, well, of course, everything changes. But we are there, there's no question that there's such a thing as climate change. Mm-hmm. And we've been having probably right. more dramatic uh, climate change in recent history. But 
You don't see dinosaurs walking down the street anymore. Not yet. Climate no. change has always been that way. But you have to remember that climate change and weather are not one and the same. Mm-hmm. And just because if there's a climate change, how did we get all the, the uh, um, storms in the East Coast and no water on the West Coast in, yeah. in 2014? So it is uh, things. things in, a thing, whole, yeah. in a wholly unscientific mm-hmm. point of view, mm-hmm. the way I see it is things are changing. We can't predict how it's going to change. Right. As you say, upside down and backwards. East Coast is getting storms. We, we had 85-degree Christmas last year. We had 80-degree Christmas this year. Oh, yeah. We had yeah we had a record-breaking, I think it was 82 on Christmas Eve out and, here this year. Oh, my God. And then and then offshore, the, the water Water's temperatures warming. in the ocean are running in the 60s, the high 60s, 66 degrees right now. Here it is, the end of the year, and we've got this warm water. What I'm saying is that things are changing dramatically around the world for fishing in particular, which we're all a part of, and we have to change with it. We have to change our tactics. We have to change our expectations, and we have to change what we're there to accomplish. And I think that that, for me, has been the biggest challenge and also the biggest reward because this year, for instance, we're still catching yellowtail off the local islands outside of Southern California, and that's unheard of in December. We're catching tuna a week ago off the Tanner Bank. These things are unheard of. Is that the new normal? Is that what we're going to look forward to in the future? Is that what the new year holds for us? I believe it does. Mm-hmm. And I'll just make another comment to try and avoid being too political, as I think that uh, mankind... I don't know what politi- man, politics man, has to do with yeah, weather. Well, well man, mean, mankind as a whole... It doesn't really have that much control over uh, over the planet. Now, what we th- the things that we are doing that may not necessarily have anything to do. Yes, there's certainly more um, um, hydrocarbons in the air than there were. But the, the 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 what we can do is what's really affecting us is what we're doing to the to the waters with the chemical runoffs, the fertilizer runoffs, the the heavy metals that the the Chinese are putting in that, the air. Though. I well, don't think I don't think we're going to fix that. I think we should today. all take a hand. Mm-hmm. We should all take a hand and and work locally to affect it globally. Mm-hmm. And every one of us does our part. But you know, you know, what? guys, we're, we're, every one of us is going to have to play a little part of this thing. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. That mankind has to be careful of what he puts in the water. But you know what, John? I, I truly want to give credit to my fellow anglers and, and my fellow right. outdoors people oh, yeah. and human nature in general. We've come a long way in the last 10 or 15, 20 years, uh, you know, uh, as far as cleaning up what goes into the... There's still some stuff going into the mm-hmm. waters that shouldn't be going in, but 90% of it, 95% of it is gone. There's things that we're not going to be able to control what waves of gas in the air coming from from China? What are you going to control? How are you going to control that? Right. You're mm-hmm. never going to control that. Right. So I agree with Bob. I, I think the new norm is something different than we've all been uh, experiencing in the last 20, 25 years. And, and if we don't get used to uh, surviving in the new norm and stop fishing memories and stop, uh, you know, all of our – everything we, we want to do is good. based on what happened last year or two years or, or mm-hmm. ten years ago – and it changes on a daily and a weekly and a monthly basis. And unless we, we are hip to that and, and can accept that, we're going to go home skunked an awful lot of times, us as anglers, uh, avert, rather than trying to figure something out and, and making sure that we're fishing for today's conditions. The conditions are changing. We're not going to have any opportunity to change those conditions. It's Mother Nature and, and the Chinese, if you want to blame it somebody, if you want to. 
uh, although I don't think that's 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 the case. So you need to adapt. Uh, in Canada, guys, we had a, a huge scare 20 years ago. We started hearing about invasive species in our you know clear uh, Great Lake kind of waters, and, and those invasive species turned out to be. Uh, zebra mussels and quagga mussels, and and, oh and, my God. and then uh, uh, and then all of a sudden we had we were infested with with these zebra mussels from all over the place, and our water turned crystal clear. So now you can go out in forty feet of water and look straight down, just like an ocean, mm-hmm. and, and see it. Whereas before, you know, we had a certain cloudiness to the water, and weeds didn't grow past twelve feet because that's when light penetrated to that depth. But the the point was, we spent the first five years of zebra mussels fretting on what was going on and, and, you know, blaming everybody under the sun for doing it to us. And it was. I mean, they brought it in with, with ship ballast. I mean, that's how it started, and that's how it continues today. But it didn't hurt the fishing. It hurt the location of the fish for that particular uh, time of, of the year that we wanted to fish them. The fish were still there. The fish still spawned. They moved out. They adapted. And, and five or six years later, we adapted as well. So, so I, I don't want to blame... Uh, global warming weather or patterns for the lack of success or the lack of fun that we're going to have in the outdoors, it's us that needs yeah, to adapt. I, I think what we need to do is to just put that aside, say, look, that those are things that we can't control or do anything about today. But what we can control, what we can do something about is how we fish and what we yeah. fish for. So as that changes, for instance, you're down in Florida right now, are you not? You're yeah. you're going to fish some fresh, some salt. You're going to fish different things. But one of the first things you're going to do is find out what's going on. Is that not true? I've spent the last nine or ten days talking to locals and talking to guides and, and, and reading materials about what's going on. Yeah, because your experience no longer applies. You have to go out and find out what's happening today, what's working today, what's biting today. And, and that is going to change. We're all going to have to change with it. No, I totally agree. And the memories that I'm talking about, guys, really applies to this. And it's hit me so hard in the in the head here that I can't even imagine it being this hard. But I've got, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for 40 years, so I've got probably, I don't know, a few hundred, <laughs> I don't know, maybe a couple thousand waypoints in my GPS <laughs> that I keep, right? Yeah. So it's easy for me to go back to those GPS points. But you know what? More and more lately, I'm finding that when I go to those GPS points, it's not exactly what it used no, to be. It's that changed. The fish have moved. Changed, yeah. Right? Well, you know what? I, I so I turned on the boat here and I bought a new GPS uh, chip for the for the for the for the depth finder here. And the beautiful thing about it is I have no memories. I have no <laughs> memories of Florida. <laughs> so I got to work for it. You know, I got to go to the points and I've got to yeah. go. I got to go back to basics. And, and there's the key. You go back to basics and apply right. basics to today's new conditions, like you said, Bob, the new norm. Okay, those fish are still going to act in a relatively same way on different locations. Well, sure, deeper, fish uh, fish are going to be fish, as John always says. They got fins, they move, they eat what they want. Well, they're going to always be fish, and they're going to you're going to catch them the same basic techniques. It's just when you apply those techniques and what you're hunting for and what you wind up getting mm-hmm. in your in your bag. Well, Bob, can I go back? Uh, you said you wanted to start talking about the West Coast, but you never really got uh, much farther into it as well, far as so. Uh, let's go down, sure. say, start in Baja and uh-huh. go north. Well, take a yes. look at what's happened with it, Baja it, fishing right now. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it is, uh, um, it's, it's picked up again. Yeah. It's, 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 it's looking great. Yeah. And the, 
um, the water, basically water temperature and bait is, is what controls where the fish are. And, you know, the bait, like I said, they, they move around and, the, and they, what uh, survives on the bait moves with them. So you go out there and for one year or six months, there's no, you know, there's no sardines. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean that there's no more left in the world. It just means they went somewhere else and eventually they come back. But the, it does go in this year, last year, of course, it's still this year. Um, has been even more unusual than uh, typically it unusual. Has been. It has been. <laughs> but uh, we have, as, as you just mentioned, starting down there, um, we had um, some very warm uh, record-setting water temperatures. And, of course, that's had a lot to do with the, well, with the and hurricane. What, and some of the fish that have been being mm-hmm. caught have been some of the largest, especially the right. tuna, ever mm-hmm. caught, and more of them. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I claim that that's a direct result of the warmer water temperatures bringing up larger fish from the mm-hmm. from below. And all the way up the coast, that's been the case. We've, mm-hmm. we've had nothing but great fishing for the last mm-hmm. six months on tuna that normally we wouldn't even see in some of these ranges. Okay, so. and then you mentioned uh, one of our favorites is yellowtail, mm. and it's been up and down Baja. Normally that's a, 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 you know, it's a, a fish that you know, is seasonal. Right, that's true. Yeah, and we would never see that in December anywhere. We were catching, 30, anywhere. We were catching 30-pound yellowtail off Malibu last Saturday. And, and that, and not just a few of them. The schools will come through, and that's an amazing yeah. thing to see on the right. scope. And when you, up and when down, you, all the way up. And last year was a banner year for uh, for kings. Reno, Reno, you got to love that when your meter lights up. Yeah, you can't see the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Baba, you know what? I'm okay. sitting here drooling as you guys are talking because I have yeah. run it that I experienced a couple of times oh, doing man. television shows in the past on the West mm-hmm. Coast. So it, you know what? It, it, yeah, when it happens, it's beautiful. Right. Yeah, it, you get a blanket like John says. You can't even make out the bottom anymore because mm-hmm. there's so much fish underneath. Yeah, and now they're they're 25 to 30 pound yellowtail, and they're moving through and they're eating anything and everything that gets in front of them. And it's an amazing thing. Okay. Uh, Reno, we're going to go to another quick break. But before we do that, I want to mention that we are still giving away some Misty Login calendars. Yes, Bob? Yeah, I was looking at those. Those are pretty neat. But you can't get one unless you enter. But you can enter. I've already got I've already got my signed copy because I I gotta I, go get my laptop. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she is she's a a very attractive woman, uh, great voice, and she's got a new song out. By the way, uh, tie one on, which is her her new song, oh. comes with the calendar. Is it with fly fishing or what? What's well, it I doesn't. It has nothing to do with alcohol. Tie one on is referring to. That's all I. Well, you yeah, think okay. alcohol? I okay, think all right, okay. all right. We gotta go. We're gonna be right back. Uh, Reno, don't you go anywhere, Bob. We, we got you, the door locked on you. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. I'm John Hennigan, host of Fish Talk Radio. This is Common Sense Conservation, brought to you by Santa Monica Seafood. 
We have Bob Wade from Santa Monica Seafood. Bob, what do we have going today? The question on the table is about the life cycle and the return of how salmon, with their indigenous blueprint on their brain, perform a great value for us in the dining world to have a consistent, sustainable resource. As we know, salmon are produced in fresh water small amount of time in rivers, they migrate out to the ocean, and they spend anywhere between three and five years in an environment in the ocean, living, breathing, until Mother Nature rings an intrinsic bell in their head to return to their river of birth. Very interesting opportunity. And the more that we can return to the ocean on birth, obviously through water, making sure rivers have plenty, impediments like hydro impingements, dams, is going to allow more to return to the nature that they were born and raised in. We harvest these animals as they return to finish the life cycle in a saltwater environment. They'll return to a freshwater environment, complete life cycle with a long endurance migration back up through freshwater to breed and then perish. But even with their perishing, they will supply into the back into the life cycle of our river systems that will supply animal life, protein life to sustain the river systems that we've become so used to enjoying. Santa Monica Seafoods works for sustainable fisheries. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Dry fly, wet fly, anybody's guess. Got a knot in my leader and my line's all a mess. The fish ain't biting. Welcome back to Fish, fish Talk Radio. <laughs> this is John Henniger. <laughs> Mark just points at me and goes, come on, start talking. <laughs> anyway, and then uh, we have Bob Summerow, which is in here. And then, of course, we have Reno Viola, you know, one of the outstanding uh, broadcasters um, with his uh, Reno Viola Outdoors channel that you can get Anywhere in the world, you know, uh, we were just you, we were just chatting. Nice, you know what? I'm going to hire you forever. To, you're, you're treating me too nice. <laughs> I was going to say he he treats you so nicely, and I'm over here like chop liver. I don't know what's yeah. going on. Well, I, hey, Bob, I'm just wondering what he's what he's looking for. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, it's payback is what it is. I was going to mention really quickly. Do. We were talking before about climate change mm-hmm. and weather and the the state of affairs of our fishing structure that we're working with today. Well, you know, that's 2014, and we're going into 2015. It's a brave new world. We're all going forward with it. Uh, my my uh, cousin, Jimmy Fontana Gillinger, is here with me, and, and he brings in a whole nother, brings in a whole nother perspective because he's got youth on his side. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things he pointed out is that we're kind of arrogant about how we affect the overall conditions of this planet. 
But, you know, the one thing we can affect is how we fish and what we do. So I know, Reno, you're affecting it down there with what you're doing and the way you've, you've kind of looked out the lay of the land for nine days. What's your projections for 2015 down in Florida and up in your own homeland? Well, you know, I think everything is cyclical, and, and I think we're on one of the, the better uh, – we're going on the upside of, of, a, of a cycle. I do think last year was a horrible year all over North America. Um, I don't know about the rest of the world, but this is where we live, and this is where it happened. You're Much like you guys, we ended up with a really, really cold spring and summer, and then it was – and then all of a sudden it turned into fall, and, and, and the fishing really got hot because the weather that was supposed to be summer caught up with us. So, again, all weather-related uh, is going to be some changes. But I do predict that next year, 2015, on the East Coast and uh, up north where, where we are in Canada, we're going to get back to some sort of stable uh, weather patterns like we've had in the past. But even with the weather patterns stabling out, they're going to change on a day-to-day basis, and I, and I think it's up to us to be a lot more aware of what's going on, rather than just, oh, wow, it's raining and, and, or it's flooding or whatever it happens to be. And, you know, we, we've all had uh, uh, barometric measurement tools and, and barometers and that sort of thing for years and years and years, and we know that they affect fishing, but yet that's the least most uh, – the least tool that you'll find in anybody's tackle box or his home or his garage is that that, that barometer. I hmm. think you do need to check the pressure. Hmm. I think that any time barometric pressure goes up or down, it's going to affect the fishing that you're going to be doing. And I think you need to adjust that particular day to what the barometer is doing mm-hmm. and, and be a well, lot more now, aware of these. Reno, I think what you're saying is aside from the fact that uh, watching the barometric pressure tells you when there's a storm approaching, but um, I've heard that fish can also be affected by that. In, in oh, that's, that's the whole point. Reno's mm-hmm. saying that, you know, bar none, mm-hmm. the barometric pressure change is the driving force in, in fish activity. I believe in that, too. Yeah, and none of us pay attention to it. I mean, you know what, maybe 40 years ago when we first started learning about all this stuff, we, we talked about it for three minutes 40 years ago, and, and then there were so many new tools available to us we forgot all about pressure. But you know what, pressure is one of those things that changes. And it's nothing has changed in the last 50 years as far as fronts are concerned. So when but there's like, a front, there's, there's a change. Like and so many there's things, a change, there's nothing you can ahead. do about it, so you go fishing when you can go fishing. I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, right, if, or just if the you fishing got, that you're doing. Right. Those periods. So well, you're going to fish more aggressively when what? When the bite isn't as strong. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to fish really, really slow, and and I'm going to change colors and size and uh, the lures when that 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 pressure is not favorable. Yet on the other hand, when it's starting to come up or start to go down, you know that's going to trigger something. So now I'm going to fish a lot more aggressive, a lot faster, a lot bigger mm-hmm. baits. I might go, you know, even for trolling and retrolling and anything, maybe an extra mile an hour just to try and get some reaction strikes because there's always going to be some fish. Even in these huge schools that they may be dormant half the time, there's always going to be some aggressive fish uh, that you can trigger into, into biting. And, That's and good advice. If you pay attention to what's there, you should be able to come up a winner each and every time. If you get nothing else from this show today, that's the best advice mm-hmm. in the show. Well, and things things go in cycles, so that's, uh, you know, just because it, nothing goes in a straight line, whether it's price of gasoline or oil or 
or uh, you know political views. Everything everything is constantly changing. You know, of course, as does the cycles in the weather. And there's some cycles like the uh, pink salmon in Alaska. They usually run every other year. You know, it's mm-hmm, a bigger run, mm-hmm. and and that's fairly consistent. But it's no absolute. But some of the cycles might be two years or seven years or five hundred years. Well, we were talking before about 2015 and where we're going to go from here. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think it's time for the three of us to go out on a limb with a little prediction. If okay. you remember, last April I was in this very studio with you, John, and I predicted the El Nino mm-hmm. to be strong and for the tuna to be strong throughout the year. And lo and behold, that's what happened. And that's probably because I have the best crystal ball. So heck, <laughs> keeping that uh, ball, keeping my balls polished, yeah. I, it always helps to make right. sure that we I, have clarity. You know, I, I will have to say that, and I think it was June or July. I bet somebody a hundred dollars that we're going to have a, above average rainfall this year, uh-huh. and they, and everybody at that time was, you know, even the, uh, you know, professional forecasters were saying that uh, we're, it's never going to rain again. <laughs> well, <laughs> and here on the West, our, our mm-hmm. rainfall has come. We've begun to have a fairly normal Flooding, season, yeah. mm-hmm. and, and it's coming back very well. Well, to that end, I still believe that next year will be mm-hmm. an incredible year for tuna and yellowtail and uh, all the exotics, Dorado, etc. because I think that what's going to happen is we're going to see a return and a resurgence of the same El Nino conditions, and we're going to have the same warm water mm-hmm. conditions throughout the spring and all the way into summer again next well, year. One of the other things I think that is helping the fish in, too, uh, Reno, and you can attest to this, I can remember, I don't want to tell you how long ago it was, but, uh, you know, first trips down to uh, Baja, you know, we would go out and kill two marlin, which is a, a per boat was the limit. Bring them in, hang them up, get your picture taken, and then, you know, then go to the, you know, go to the party or whatever. Uh, right, walk away. Yeah, yeah and then yeah. or you get more Dorado than you possibly use, and they throw them in a canvas bag. The water temperatures in the probably high 80s, the ambient temperatures in the low hundreds, and you drive around all day and you bring them up, flop them on the dock. And then, uh, you know, and then they'd take them over and drag them and Ew. fillet them into big chunks and, and give them to you. Well, no wonder I didn't like Dorado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but things have changed completely. And I think that change is continuing. Um, the, the release rate on billfish now is excessive 90 percent. Mm, and, wonderful. you know, and people are starting to pay attention to limits. And, you know, a lot of the, the especially the slower growing uh, species, you know, like the, the billfish and the rockfish. Now, tuna and Dorado, they, they grow so fast yeah. that, uh, you know, you want to be careful about overdoing it and give them a chance to reproduce. But especially the, the fish that live old, longer than we do. Now, John, you and I have only spoken about saltwater. Reno, let me finish this thought, then I want to go to your your area, uh, which is freshwater. Mm-hmm. And with the rains that we've gotten this uh, past few weeks, the, the rains are going to certainly bring a lot of resurgence of fish. A lot of the fish mm-hmm. that migrate upriver are going to be coming back in that haven't been able to for a while. In addition to that, the lakes will fill up, and we'll see a lot more of the stockers mm-hmm. being able to survive. So, right. Go ahead, Reno. All right. So let's go. Let's go up north. So, so I, I, what I'm thinking is, is you need to be thinking about 2015. Is forget that December is supposed to have snow and that January is supposed to have more snow and, and March is supposed to be spring. Forget all that because it's going to happen, but you might not be able to tag it on the exact month that it's happening now. For right. example, let's start with 2014. Buffalo, which is a very, just a hop, skip, and a jump from where we are, got got saddled with two days of almost six feet of snow. 
I mean, six feet of oh snow is, is more than all of Canada all combined probably gets at any time. So it, it was uh, an exception. It's much like what's happening on, on the West Coast with you guys. Mm-hmm. I, I do think we had a severe winter this year. But right now in Canada, I spoke to somebody up there a couple of days ago, it's about 10 to 12 degrees above freezing. And this is, I mean, let's call it January right now. I mean, it is December, but for all intended purposes, January is, is around the corner. Time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're supposed to be ice fishing already. Well, they're actually fishing out of boats right now. Mm-hmm. So, and they're catching lots of fish. By the way, they're catching what we call walleye, which is you know, well, the Canadian the, the staple, mm-hmm. which is a walleye. And there's a there's a place on on coming out of Lake Ontario that normally right now there you'd see probably eight or nine thousand little shacks, and they'd all be catching you know eight to ten pound walleye. While the water's open down there, and they're actually trolling. Mm. So. Oh my they're, they're fishing as if it was fall, and they're catching ten, twelve pounders. <laughs> That's amazing. So, okay, well, we've only yeah. got about we've only got about one minute, so just real quickly on this segment. So, Bob, um, just real thirty second prognostication. Well, I'm going to say clean and simple. It's going to be better and better this coming year if you're willing to adjust I, for the new norm. Oh, there you go. I do too. And uh, Reno, what 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 is your prediction? I absolutely think it's going to be one of the best years we've had on record, and I'll go on record as saying that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Well, that's... Yeah. And that's you, a, you know, John, you know you don't usually hear optimism from me on yes, these sorts of things, yeah, so I'm very yeah. optimistic. Well, the I other thing is, is, you know, just because somebody that, uh, that went to school tells you something doesn't mean yeah, it's true. That's right. Uh, the weather people, up until a month before the, the uh, El Nino was de facto, they kept saying it wasn't going to happen. And then, then it goes. Oh yeah, well we've got this. <laughs> yeah, that, that. it's here, so it must be real. Right, right. And the things do things go in cycles, and the weather and everything goes in patterns. But well, know, I'm hoping to hear a little bit more from Reno about okay. his uh, expected uh, tarpon fishing. So okay, well we're going to see if we can get to that. But right now, it's uh, time to close this one out. And we really appreciate Reno coming on and joining us. And that thank is, you for having me. It is. It's Reno. Viola Outdoors Radio, what is it? Dot com. Dot com. Uh, so, now you got me all screwed up. <laughs> RenoViolaOutdoors.com. Okay, Reno that's, easy. that's easy. Outdoors.com. And on there, you can also listen to Fish Talk Radio, can't you? You sure can. What are the best sure programs can. we have? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you mean, one of? <laughs> okay. Well, today's show right, is the there best. There you go. Hey, make sure well, you today, make today, sure you today, go today. to our website and uh, make sure you register to win uh, the calendar from um, Misty Loggins. You'll be very glad you did. We're going to have to go. We'll be uh, taking a break, and we appreciate you tuning in. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja Resort. 
Cape.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. Wow, this has gone by fast. This so, is fun. I'll tell you what, you know, talking about fishing can always just swim right by. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Reno, instead of just broadcasting, we had to get you on the radio a little bit more. But uh, you've, you've, you've I have enough problem with the broadcasting of my own show, John, that, yeah. that I'm not sure that I need to be on anybody else's anymore. Right. But, you know, I think what we've been talking about, I don't know if we've drawn any particular conclusions, but, uh, the, the, you know, the only thing that we know for sure is things are going to change. Yeah, that, uh, that you know. And but, you have but, to adjust, adjust for with it. it. Yeah, you have to be able to mm-hmm. swim, swim so with wanna, the fishes. We want to try and not kill um, fish that are going to deplete the species. Um, you know, don't be throwing your bilge water full of oil and whatever it is and the in the water, and you know the actually even uh, things that you wouldn't even think about uh, antibiotics um, that end up in the ocean. A friend of mine that's a marine mammal vet uh, was in, I think it was off China. I'm not sure exactly, but anyway, they had some sick dolphins, uh-huh. and he needed to give them antibiotics. Three of the four antibiotics they used, those dolphins were already immune to right. because of the amount that was in the water. Right. And, well, John, everything everything travels down. Downstream, yep. as you know, mm-hmm. and even yep. at the, in your underarm deodorant, those mm-hmm. little crystals yep. that you see in there, I don't know why they put them in there, but they put them in there. Yeah. Okay. That actually goes back out to the lakes and the oceans, mm-hmm. and that doesn't dissolve. That doesn't doesn't right. ever go away. So right. that that is a problem. So we're learning. You know, yeah. we've we've come mm-hmm. a long way as human mm-hmm. beings, but we still have a long way to go as well. Mm-hmm. On so, a bri- on a brighter note, I want to hear about the tarpon fishing. Okay, you guys can now talk you about go. Now, now, now you I want to hear about some tarpon fishing. Can we get over there? Okay, about you- April of every year, the, the pan, not the panhandle, the southern portion of Florida on the west coast, 
uh, it just lights up with tarpon. I'm mm-hmm. talking literally hundreds of thousands of tarpon come into the spawn into these rivers. Oh my god! And gosh. these things are all between 150 and 200 pounds, and literally, Whoa. literally, Whoa. there's got to be oh I don't know eight to nine hundred boats. Yeah. All how, how do you fish them? Cast of each other. How do you fish? Yeah. Em? Well, that's how you catch them. You just drift them. You drift them. That would drift them on on live bait, and, and and you just you will you will hook up with ten of them, but landing one of them will be a, a real big problem. Oh, okay. But the, the the whole thing here is that at any given time there could be fifty, sixty, seventy fish, all two hundred pounds, jumping out behind oh my any gosh. one of these boats. <laughs> oh my you don't gosh. know which one you've hooked, huh? <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna be there for this. I am going to be there for that. Oh, okay. my God. That's so nice. So well, nice. Well, of course, you know, tarpon, as everybody knows, is one of the favorite for fly. Right. But, uh, it Which... takes, takes a pretty good, you know, pretty good line to, and uh, probably a little bit of time to pull those in. Oh, my God. It, it, it's amazing. And you're right. By the way, you don't know whether it's your fish that's jumping up behind your boat. <laughs> yeah. Because your fish may have taken line and jumping out three boats over. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, that's you guys got to try to come down for that. That would be amazing. That would be amazing. I, I, I think I'm going to have to put that one on my calendar. Mm-hmm. Speaking of calendar, are you going to register for uh, Misty uh, Loggins' calendar, Bob? Actually, actually, I've got Jimmy over here taking care of it already. He's, okay. He's yeah, all you have to do is go to contest. Just go to the website or the Facebook Just go where it says contest and log in and register. It's easy. So, so through your Cause... Facebook page... Or, or, the, or the web page. Or the web page. Yeah, okay. so, there's a All new right. site on the front page that says contests on well, it. Now. That's why I got young, so it's, young it's, Jimmy. It's so here. easy He's got that under control. Uh, to do that. It's, it really is a no brainer. In fact, I think and, he just hacked your website and got me as the winner already. So. <laughs> but, but, uh, John, I'm on it now. I'm going to sign in right now. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff coming Too up. Late. And Too late, we're going Reno. to be We're going to be giving away a, you know, a lot more stuff as soon as we come back the first year and figure out what people want and how we're going to do it. But it looks like he's trying to tell us we got about a minute left. Less than a minute. 30 seconds. Okay, well, I guess that's it. Uh, get your New Year's resolution in. Yep, uh, yep. Hope everything is uh, fantastic for 2015. I resolve to get back on the show more often. There you go. And, uh, Reno, thank you very much. We really appreciate actually having you on there. And uh, good luck on those tarpon. All right. All right, if you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, go to fishtalkradio.com and listen as much as you want. Fishing 